the Heter Mechira in general, we, we know about different Heters that we read about in Halachic Responsa. There's, there are old, older Takonas, there's Prozbol, Heteriska is mentioned in the Gemara. Uh, provide us with some history of Heter Mechira, how old it is, what precedents on, are there, and how that kind of directs and dictates today's practical Halacha in regard to Heter Mechira with, with, uh, with respect to Shabbos. This is this is actually a little bit of a sore point for the pro hetem can. When you go through the Rishonim, there is no such concept. The, the concept is shutfis, the real shutfis, shutfis. Also, the words hetem mechira do not apply. The iska does have its roots in the Gemara, but not in its current form. The current form still starts in the Rishonim, like the the Trumas Hadeshen was is basically hetem iska. Is what we have now. Come on, come on, and then they keep on refining it, but. Hatiska has its roots in the Gemara, and then, and then, and then, um, and then it evolved how they set it up. But Hatimechira, the context of Shabbos, is uh, is somewhat recent. Recent meaning a hundred years, not five hundred years. Come on, come on. There hundred and fifty at least. Two hundred. Okay. Hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty. We'll call it hundred and fifty. One thousand. That's what we do best. The the, the controversy. That that's a. There's no such thing. There is no such thing, because because um, there's a mitzvah to keep Shabbos in. If, if, if it snowballs, there's no more Shabbos. But so why do we call it Hetemachir and not Shutfis? Is it because not, Shutfis... No, not... no, 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 I'm saying Shutfis is real Shutfis. It wasn't a Hetem. We're talking about the Rishonim discuss what happens when a Yid... And a Goya I'm Shutfis. Explain, I'm going to be very clear here, because the real definition of Shutfis is, is that Lulei Shabbos, you have a Shutfis, so that's a Shutfis. That's the Rishonim I'm talking about. They're not talking about a Shutfis Shabbos. They're talking about a Shutfis. Mm-hmm. And then there's a new thing. Let's make a Shutfis because of Shabbos. That was not discussed anywhere before 150 years ago. Okay. Which is a relatively small amount of time in Jewish history. I'm sure one of you both acknowledge that. So now, the, the, the controversy on top of that is, besides the Ruach, in which the Chassam Zerva does write, but again, people do Mechiris, which means it seems like it was that, around then as well, even though I don't know what form is the Chassam Zerva was before the Hanlul. Before, before. He, he writes on this woman's spell that a person should have his business behead to Balev Isser, which he said, that's what we're talking about, people making Mechiris. But, 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 the, the controversy is, and I'm going to explain this as, as clear as I can, even with the risk of oversimplifying it, is that when you sell chametz, which is an example I believe you gave, it's probably a better example than Iska. When you sell chametz, the issue of chametz is the ownership. That's what chametz is. It's an asset-based issue, so you sell it. So you can get hung up in the fact that it's haram because it's a legal loophole, but ultimately, if you successfully sell it, you don't own it anymore, so you were successful. But... When you go through the sugi and Shabbos, it's not, it's not an asset-based isra. It's an isra of a great to do work for a year. So if theoretically speaking, nothing changes in the business, and you just sell it, the asset moves over, but the guy are working for you, it has nothing to do, it's not your luck. If I walk into a hotel and there are workers who are working for the Hilton, they don't work for me, can't tell them to do work, right? Can't tell them to work, because, right? So the, the problem is, it's not, it's not shaykh to chametz. It's not an asset-based issue. It's an issue of a guy to do work for a year. So let's say I own the business, let's say I sell it, but nothing really changes. Not nothing really changes. Nothing changes at all, mm-hmm. right? To the point where literally nothing changed. But I, I, the same guy who I sold my chametz to, I threw it in for Shabbos, let's say, right? This is a guy I couldn't find the nursing home on a map. Right? The, I'm talking about the new owner, can't find his nurse yeah. on a map. So, so at this point, the Goyim, to, to say that the Goyim are working for this fellow who cannot find the nursing home, I'm saying there are people who would say that's outrageous, and I think they are correct. You think theoretically if there was a way to get the nursing home workers to sit down with this 
Shutif and understand that right, over right. Shabbos they were really working for him it, theoretically. Or to get him involved. He has a presence in the company. The the so then you start getting into a better a better When, better he's, when Rabbi Honeywax says 15 minutes before Shabbos, he did a Hatim Mechira. That's his neighbor. That's right. his, his, Rabbi Honeywax's neighbor owns most nursing homes. On the East Coast. He's from the biggest nursing home tycoons. But he's the legal owner of these nursing homes, right? So, but what happens ultimately is there's literally no relationship between the, the workers. And then it becomes right. extremely, extremely suspect what, what type of hat there is this, and it's not, nothing to do with Chametz. That, that's a very simplified, maybe oversimplified explanation of the halachic problem. And what I just described to you, Ramesh says, that's exactly what Ramesh says, that Alpi, he says, Alpi Rav Meikr Hadin. Ramesh has Ashkafic problems with. And he says in Europe he had already ashkafic problems, but and he says Kolshka in America when there was a, there was a period in Shabbos. But Moshe says din if there's literally no relationship between the worker and the new owner, new owner is ultimately working for the old owner, and therefore that's the problem. And I literally quoted verbatim what Moshe said. Any any so closing remarks? Just, just to add, just to add yeah. to that is uh, when you know when it's appropriate or in, when the situation forces the Mechira option. So definitely, like Rabbi Kushner is mentioning, the, we're going to advise the business owner to try and set up an organ in advance. Obviously, it's always better, but to try and set up a system where he has someone there, a guy in a in a in a foreman position or something like that, right. where that person will become his partner, mm-hmm. and and we're going to try and first of all, we're going to try and minimize as much as possible in general the chil shabbos that's happening in the company. And so all these things from a Hashkafic perspective is we're not forgetting about Shabbos. And, you know, there's, there's a general question. Should one go into, let's say someone's looking, he's leaving Kaili, has to go into business. Should he go into the nursing home business as a Chachila? You know, it's a very good question. I think the person, every person has to ask their own Das Torah. Is this a way to go, considering that there's going to be a Kula of some sort involved? Now, they have this, uh, someone that, uh, that's very, put, put a tremendous Kachis into the general Indian of uh, of nursing homes to do it because this person moisture nefesh to a tremendous degree in all areas of nursing homes, but is unique and a lot of people do have to come out to coolers. So that's something that's a question I think each person has to ask individually. But to fulfill the I guess we'll call it the spirit of the law, we're going to try and take it very seriously and not just do that quick you know quick fix, but we're going to try and number one. As much as possible, cut out the chilas shabbos that's taking place in a nursing home. Whether not, I don't know. I'm not specific. Let's say let's say you have uh, could be nogeya. Even um, a person has an apartment building right. where you know you're going to do all the services and all of the office work. You know, you close office on shabbos. Take care of it during the right. week. You're left with one last link. You, have, you need a super to be available for the guy in the building. So now, what's the best way? The most minimal. Uh, way of infraction on Shabbos, obviously we can't do any infraction on Shabbos, but how can we cut it down to its lowest level and then use the heter? I think that itself is a tremendous uh, way of, a, a tremendous fix in the problem, in the sense that the person, for whatever reason, ended up in this business, and maybe he was even advised to do so, but Shabbos is not becoming called by him, by him doing all these steps, and cutting it down to the least, and then he left, he's left with just a super, okay, so the super can't avoid that. So there's a few different options how we could do it. There may be some that are better, some that are worse. But by doing that, the person is, is not forgetting about Shabbos. He's not making Shabbos cow. And uh, he's going to, as best as he can, 
cut it down to the lowest level of kula, and, and that kula itself, he should be asking a shayla. I'm not saying, I'm not giving a blanket header for someone to do that, but he should ask a shayla. But him, all those ishtadlusin and all those ways of being mahadir is definitely from the perspective of Ashkaf, I think everyone will agree, is the mahalach of how to, after someone's in the situation, how to make sure that it doesn't make a, a kalos and chavos is definitely a large part of the problem. I think that it's a, I, I tell people this because even if there's certain coolest that are the effort and, and at the lowest run, but this is a very important point, and, and I think it's also a bottom should stress that, tell people that the per, whatever the person is doing, he really has to know what he's doing. And, and I, many, many times, I, I, I um, unsolicitedly, I, I meet people in this field and I ask them what, what they're doing and they immediately develop a stutter and, and after you ask my shotif, I call you shotif, and shotif's like, I thought you are taking care of it. And they have to be able to answer if the kid asks them, you open on Shabbos. It has to just be an answer, a clear answer. Now, if it's been the evidence, and, and, and you, sometimes a person is growing and he's going to, he's working on making it better and he hopes to make it better. But, and it's been the evidence, but at least what, what are you doing? You have to be able to articulate what are you doing. You cannot say you went to a rub and you signed something because you said, so let's do that and we'll drive a car now. You have to understand what did you sign and how does that work? It has to be articulated to the person who signs it, and he has to be able to articulate to his kids and to anyone who asks him. It should not be something which completely crashes his computer when you ask him, how are you doing this on Shabbos? I just want to make one closing remark in relation to what Rabbi Kushner was saying before. I, I, I used to be very um, extreme in not allowing people to use that material. However, I had a very bad experience where I tried to get somebody to do a better mahalach, and he fell off the map. And a year later, he comes to me before Pesach, the Salas Chametz, I tell him, what's this with your nursing home? He tells me, it's running. <laughs> so from that point on, I just make sure that the guy, that everybody has to at least do something. Don't walk away doing nothing. If you, if you can't, the guy said, I couldn't find a guy. I could, no guy in my nursing home would do anything. Fine, so then, then, then do something. You have to do something. You can't just leave it, leave it running. I just want to also mention one point that the Debre Chaim, the one who, 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 who um, created this hetter of, of Hatter Mechira, he, he does acknowledge the fact that the workers are working for the Yiddish owner, and he, he works out a whole hetter which, in his opinion, makes it similar to Chamech, which is Saimachan, a, a miyat of Saimachan, one sheet in Achreinim. Just to ask you, what, what yeah. type of business was the Debre Chaim referring to? When so he... I also, yeah, that's another good point because it's possible that. The Tzorich for Atamachira was a lot greater after the Industrial Revolution when, when you had the, these magnates that bought up these factories and, and you know, the, the, the person who had the capital. Capital was the king. And, and they were able to run these businesses with Goyesh foremen and it, it, was more, it was easier, I guess, for Yidden to have it. And it was, it was more of a cutthroat situation as well. It was not the quaint olden days when people, uh, you know, uh, or they were lending money to, to the pirates or running their uh, pub. Okay, I want to thank the Rabbanim for their insight, inspiration, hadracha. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive additional ones, or to sponsor future videos, please click the link below or visit basehava.org.